This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car? while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the world's worst intern is back. We will interrogate the intern and find out what he's been up to for the past 22 years. Also, with Terps basketball being back, the Ravens continue to to win football games, the Orioles offseason starting to heat up, we have plenty to talk about. So go ahead and... Pour yourself a nice tall glass of your favorite Heavy Seas beer and turn off the TV and the radio and turn on your favorite electronic device that gets access to our live Facebook feed and join Matt, Josh, Bert, and the intern for another edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka, and as always, I'm joined by the Zany Bert Rode. What up, 336ers? And the button lover, Josh Sroka. I think it's time that I welcome you two back on the Ravens bandwagon. And I'm also, of course, we're always joined by the intern as well. Say hi, intern. Hey, I'm back. You know, right, he's back. <laughs> yeah, he's back. Here's the text. August 23rd, Tuesday, 7.45. So note that this would be about 15 minutes after we expect Noah to show up for the show. Yeah. Hey, so I won't be able to make it to the show until the election is over. I'll be back on November 15th. Hey. And look at that. He's a man of his word. He's a man of And here it is, November 15th, and the intern is back. In what feels like it's been ages, we've been making mistakes left and right with no intern to correct us. Yeah. It's been terrible. We've had table space without his gigantic laptop taking up <laughs> all the room. Yeah, and he's got that mouse roaming everywhere. Right. <laughs> if only they made laptops with mice built into it. 
yeah, it'd be a novel concept. Hey, I would always prefer the uh, the mouse than the trackpad. I, I I can support you with that one. I, I sure, uh, when I'm at a desk working, but not when I'm sharing a table with three other <laughs> men. All right, so we got a lot to get to today. We got some Ravens win and a big Ravens you can, game. You can leave your mouse up, up Sunday. We're just, we're just busting your chops. <laughs> yeah, intern, <laughs> intern's been gone for months. He comes in and we're busting his chops already. Five months into the show, <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> Uh, but, you, but you act like we waited for the show to start for that. But but we got uh, we got a ton to talk about as far as Orioles and Manager of the Year and Mark Trumbo and we got um, Ravens to talk about Browns playing the Cowboys uh, and then we got Terps basketball playing Georgetown tonight. Mullet Trimble coming back. But before we get to all that, we got the intern here, man, and 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 the intern has been on the political campaign, and I. I don't know how all this works. I don't really pay attention. Mm-hmm. But according to my Facebook feed, there's been some stuff going on politically. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. I really don't understand any of it. But there's been some stuff going on. And so I want to know where he's been. Yeah. So, intern, where have you been the past three years? Uh, well, I started off working in Baltimore City. Then they moved me up to Towson. Then I was working. Who's there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What campaign? You've been working on campaigns. Okay. For, so, right, for right, one specific person? Officially, I was an employee of the Maryland Democratic Party. Okay. I was working under the Maryland's coordinated campaign, which is predominantly the Chris Van Hollen for Senate campaign. Okay. All right. Van That's Hollen. The, I knew right. it was, I kept saying Van Houten, I think. The, yeah, right, yeah. Van Houten is a good political name. I like that. I support him. Van Houten, that's a good name. And that was a job? Like, you got paid? Yeah, I actually did get paid. Oh, we never done that before. Do, no, no wonder he left us for that. <laughs> do, do you really have to do much work when you're in Maryland and the Democratic Party wins anyway? Oh. Surprisingly, yes. Um, so, in order to send people to s- Congress with a mandate, they have to get a overwhelming percentage of the vote. Ah, uh, so it's not just about winning, it's about winning big. Yes, and we were also campaigning for all of the congressmen running for re-election in Maryland and then running for their first term, so that would be you know, Jamie Raskin running in Congressional District 8 and also Anthony Brown running in Congressional District 4. Man, he's on top of it. So so which campaign did you work the most on, Van Hollen? Uh, Van Hollen, because he was statewide. All right. Nice. All right. And, and so what were your, like, duties? What what, what was your what did your job consist of? So I was a field organizer, which means I was... Oh, I like the sound of that, field organizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds important. It uh, sounds like the guy before you play flag football. Okay, you guys go over on the right side. <laughs> the red team go over the left side. We're going to play some flag football. You're on field three today. You're playing That's on right. field three. I like uh, yeah. that. It sounds a lot more fun than it really was. <laughs> But so what I was doing, I was working 100 hours a week to recruit volunteers Yikes. to come in and essentially go out and campaign <sighs> for our candidates. And not only that, I was also in responsible for like an intern base up in Towson. Hold on, you had your own interns? I had my own interns. The yeah. intern had interns? My mind is blown. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we got some nice interns squared. So so you so you understand how terrible interns are now that you've had some interns, right? <laughs> I honestly, yeah. He <laughs> right. feels bad for us now. <laughs> now, all right. So now, how closely did you work with the uh, people actually running? Like, do you know Van Hollen? Yeah, I got a picture with him yesterday, and he is his a placard. is his number on oh, your cell phone? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. With a wink. But but he he won well, no, the election, the next right? That was well, what what was the uh, the the final count? How much did he win by? Did, uh, did he, he get that 60% mandate? Percent of the vote. Okay. Was he a, Was it against McDonough? No, Who? Pat McDonough was actually running against uh, one of the congressional candidates. It was Dr. Rupesberger. That's it. That's it. But no, Chris Van Hollen was running against Kathy Schlegel of the that's Republican it. Party, Kathy and also Margaret Flowers of the Green Party. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, intern, I think what you're doing is noble, and I'm proud of you. I think that's great work. Um, Bert over here is a bit of a cynic. He would say no matter who you vote in the office, it's all kind of the same, so it really doesn't matter in the end. Is in, that fair? In, is in that the, accurate? Well, that was going to be my backup question to the I'm intern. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you do this. Because, yeah, it's and it, and it, it's related to that. But You said that you, you have to make sure your candidate wins and wins big. But even in the state of Maryland – Past history has been the Democrat always wins. Like in your job, you're like, we got this in the bag from day one. Like what? How much work does it take to guarantee you're going to win big, or you're just going to win anyway? So what's the difference? Did did the Republican really fight all that hard? Yes, uh, the Republican candidate was backed by our sitting governor. You know, we have a governor who is a Republican. I you know that, right? And I, yeah. like okay. him, I like him very, very much. Oh, I'm sure you but, do. But <laughs> Hogan's a good, another good name for a politician. <laughs> the Hulkster. <laughs> so if we didn't actually, you know, 
work 100 hours a week, we would have essentially probably had Kathy Jalega get about 40% of the vote rather than 36%. Uh-huh. So then Van Hollen's lead would have been cut down to like 15%, 15 points. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, rather so, than the 24 that he got. So so ended up with her at 36? Yeah, and then the third-party candidate, Margaret Flowers, got like 3.2% or something. Sure. And Van Hollen got 55%? No, he no. got... Uh, sixty point three four, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. This is a poll. I got bad numbers up. He was projected to get fifty five. I would. Does you can never believe there's projections. Yeah, right? we learned we learned that this week. Yeah. Hey, you'll be proud. Bird actually voted last week. Nice. First time, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, first time. Yeah. First time in a presidential. Did you election. vote for Van Hollen? Would I be happy with your choices? I knew he was going to win anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But he just said it doesn't matter because it matters how much you win. Well, by. we had the conversation last week. My vote was solely just to level the table a little bit more. I got nothing against the Democrats or Van Hollen or anything. I just feel that uh, it's it's too it, the entire state leans one way entirely too much, and I would like to even the field a little bit more. Yeah. I, that's how my vote and goes. and I only went the other way because I I looked up what side the intern was working on and went against it. Ouch! He's a nasty. As 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 our president elect would say, he's a nasty woman. No, I mean he's a <laughs> <laughs> nasty intern. He's, he's, no, Josh is a nasty a nasty uh, boss. Um, no, right. what what what? But what? I, the direction I wanted to go with this, and what I, what I wanted to ask is, um, shoot, what did I want to ask? I had this. I want to ask. Go ahead. How's how's this going to help the podcast? Can you? Okay. You've been cold calling people. I still want to get to the vote. politics part. You still have that phone that you can sit down and call people and tell them, "Hey, uh, let's turn me into section three thirty-six. Are you going to pay me? <laughs> oh, got him. Um, yep. Same as I'll double your salary. Does oh, he get interns? <laughs> you can recruit your own interns too if you would like. Here, I'll give him half of my salary. Here's what I want to know. Bert, and and Bert's a good example of this. That Bert, when he goes into the election booth, he's only going to pick a name that he recognizes. Because that's how Bert rolls. Is that accurate, Bert? No. I mean, if you I, have two names on there, you never heard of one name. The other name you recognize. Your two name you recognize, aren't you? Uh, only if no, not based on recognition. If I know the the guy's uh, uh, stances and, oh, and issues, there. How many issues do you know? In local politics. If I don't know him, I'll leave it blank. You're uh, allowed to leave it yeah, blank. I left okay. a lot. I left more than half my. I left blank. a lot of the judge choices well, blank. I don't oh, know anything about yep. judges. Well, except school, school board blank. Oh, I, I vote everything. And and I I, I voted if I recognize the like name. The waterfowl. So for for the uh, the waterfowl festival yeah. is, is a great event, and I get a day off school for it, so I'm all about the waterfowl. Um, and I wrote in the question, should we legalize marijuana? And I checked yes for that one too. Um, but intern, I would imagine Van Hollen. It's just a matter of getting the name out there, right? Because I mean, the stance is okay. Fine, he's a Democrat, so I'm sure he has Democratic stances. Uh, but just about letting people know the name so when people go into the voting booth they think about his name right so if i were you i would just go around just saying his name like leaving voicemails and just van holland <laughs> van holland right and just saying his name all over the place isn't it just like a name recognition thing uh there's a bit of persuasion that actually goes into it yeah so what argument are you making to someone who doesn't want to support your candidate so we mainly call to undecided voters yeah and uh essentially people who usually tend to vote democratic can we do a little role play right now yeah we can Can i be the undecided yeah. voter who i'd like to hear this who usually uh votes democrat i mean our direct voter contact is a little different than what you're thinking about but what do you mean uh we can just go with it okay let's just go let's just play so what um, do you, like you saw matthew sroka's name josh on the list. You, call do, this guy do you have any music to kind of set the mood we're doing a little role play here okay some kind of i don't know <laughs> Set the mood for a little role play. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, no. It's the intern segment. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So all ring, right. ring, ring, ring. Hey, is this Matt? Yes, this is Matt. Hey, Matt, this is Noah. I'm a volunteer with the Maryland Democrats. How's your day going? It's going great, Noah. Thanks for asking. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, as a lifetime Marylander, I support Chris Van Hollen because of everything he's done for in education. I was wondering, if the election were today, could Chris Van Hollen count on your support? <laughs> See, that's the music I'm talking about. Um, Chris Van Hollen, I, I don't even know who, to be honest, I'm not very familiar with Chris Hollen's views. I'm more for, I want teachers to make more money as far as education goes. I want um, smaller classroom sizes. Is that something that your candidate can get behind? Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you were aware, but uh, you talked about education. You know, Chris Van Hollen has yeah. actually worked to cut student interest rate loans in half. Really? Yeah. So, sorry, I was in the other Whoa. room. Oh, I was, I was in the other call. line in the other room listening I'm, I'm, in. I'm assuming we have a... Uh, right. um, honey, get off the line, okay? Private call. <laughs> sorry, Matt. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure if uh, that would appeal to you, you know, as possibly a former student, you know. Yeah. No, I have loans that I would like to see cut in half. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm looking for a handout, and you're you're going to give me a handout? <laughs> they don't like to call them handouts. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> how is how is Van Halen go go go? How is he going to pay for this? All these all these interest rates cut in half, loans cut in half. How's he going to pay for all this? Well, Matt, I work in the field. I can't answer that. <laughs> for more information, you couldn't go to vanhalen.org. <laughs> oh, good. That's that's good. That's what Hillary Clinton always does. She says. Well, I got a lot of opinions and stances. If you check out my website, yeah. Clinton.com. <laughs> but that didn't work I for like her. <laughs> no. Did Did you in turn play any role? Oh, that's end of role play. Did Did you play any uh any role in the national election? Was there any? I mean, Clinton was your Democratic nominee. Was there any support for her? So since we were a coordinator campaign, we campaigned for the entire ticket. So that would be okay. presidential, senate. Did you go door to door? Oh God, I only went door to door during the summer when I was an intern. Other than that, I was just. Re- purely recruiting people to go door to door for me but people went up uh, door for boss you. man yeah. like a boss but people still do that go door to door yeah absolutely we found that it's actually the most effective way of getting people to turn out to the polls maybe the jehovah witnesses are onto something because <laughs> um, i thought they were the only people left who actually knocked on people's doors well, like if someone knocks on my door i assume it's a jehovah witness 100 yeah. percent. because if you know me you're just going to knock once and walk in right only a jehovah witness or a census there, worker on, Je- or a politician. Jehovah Witnesses aren't walking all the way to your house. I haven't had one since I lived in Arnold. Okay, in I was going to say they don't, they don't come on the Eastern Shore. No, no, they, they're no. We all have shotguns and goats. All right. Well, that that means <laughs> uh, that means two weeks before uh, opening day, we can send the intern door to door. With what? What's with, he selling with, here? I feel like he, he, I feel like we're not giving much to sell here. I mean, going, we're not freaking Van Halen. We can't cut. Loans. We can't do anything for education. Can no, we? but we but we are going up campaigning against one zero five seven. As speaking of and ca- be more opinionated. Sp- speaking of campaigning against uh, against people, we have the Mobies. The Mobbies? Whatever. I think I don't know what it means because it's the Baltimore Sun. I would think you'd call it the Sunnies. Moby, you can get stung by Obi. Yeah, thirty six year old. <laughs> anyway, you can go if you check out uh, my Twitter, Josh Twitter, uh, Twitter, or Section three three six Twitter. We put a link out there so you can go log in and vote for the mobbies. Um, and it, a big snub that Be More Opinionated was not, was not, you know, one of the final nominees. I, I feel bad for them. Uh, oh, a big crushed. snub. Big but, snub. But go ahead and vote for Section 336. Yeah. Vote for Utah Street Report for Best Blog. If for no other reason than if we get that, I will be incorrigible. I will be arrogant. I will be <laughs> in people's faces about it. Well, you want to know be... some of the other nominees? No, I don't care about the other nominees. Like Dead Air? No. Never heard of them. I, I, you know, there was a... Red Maryland? Everything, aren't we all tired of politics by Red now? Maryland sounds like... That's uh, a political talk. Yeah, That's not... not intern should be interning for that one. Yeah. Buzzed in Baltimore? I don't know what that is. Okay. Buzzed in Baltimore? Baltimore, the rise of Charm City. Josh, are you knocking these all these other podcasts because you never listened to them or I'm heard of them? They probably never heard of us. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> guys, have you ever listened to the Annapolis podcast? No. What? The Maryland Crabs? No, but all these scenes sound like right down Birds the Birds Eye Avenue. View. <laughs> I have heard of those guys. Inside Maryland Sports I'm Radio. I'm a little concerned. I'm, I don't know what that is. Uh, I checked them out today. They actually do about the Maryland Terps. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, Purple Rain. I'm a little nervous about Bird's Eye View. They got a couple nerds over there. Yeah, they right? got they, I'm If they end up, here's what I'm concerned. They're going to come to some. They know numbers. They're going to come up with some mathematical formula to plug into the, the Mobby system. If they come up and they have a billion votes for you will not for accept, them. You, you will not accept. I, I won't accept winner. it. I well, won't accept it. What was it? Trump said, I'll accept it if I win. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. And if Bird's Eye View has a billion votes for them, I'm calling the whole thing rigged. Just saying. I don't know. I think I might vote for the party game cast featuring the party game cast. Who got the mobbies last year? Purple Rain got it for podcast. Son of a gun. Purple Rain. You know. Hey, uh, can I ask another political question to the intern before we move on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, politics are awesome, is awesome, man. That's why people tune in. To yeah, hear the politics they want to hear Section 336 talk politics. Absolutely. This will just be the most listened to episode. What? <laughs> uh, how old are you? 21. Were you? Wait, so this was the first president you were able to vote for? Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, good for you. Did you vote? Yes, of course, of course. you did. Hey, I, I, see, I know a lot of college-age kids that did not vote. Well, Just he, asking. Here's my question. Were you as crushed... As all the other millennials out there crying and breaking bottles in the streets and stuff. You should be. You were more involved. Were, did, did it hit you in the heart 
like your guy won. I don't know. So why that's a huge hit for you. Did you skip class? But as work? far as the president, are are you? Is your whole world crumbling down around you? Okay, so I took this semester off to find yourself before before the announcement, right? Before you didn't take it off. You like, didn't just quit last went, week. I'm right? done, people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need I need the rest of the semester off. You you didn't enroll this fall semester. I took this. Yeah, I didn't enroll the fall semester so that I could t- work this job. I wanted to, you know. Make sure Donald Trump didn't become the president. Good job. Right. Hey, you did about the same <laughs> level of work you did here. Oh, my gosh. Man. Are you saying, do you think it's possible? This is supposed Center? to be his welcome back party. Ender, do you think it's possible if you didn't work for the campaign that Hillary Clinton could have been elected president? And how does that sit with you that you may be responsible, solely responsible for putting President-elect Trump? Yeah, I've, I've seen the Internet's going crazy with reasons why and how did this happen. The I intern factor. The, the, the intern, intern factor. <laughs> yeah, I was solidly depressed for like a the next 48 hours after you really yeah because i felt like everything i did was just invalidated but you won maryland but the, but the local elections went your way well and and, and hillary won maryland so and you hillary did, won, you yeah, did hillary your maryland. part as the yeah, other it's states not on you failed. it's not on I mean, you i'll say this uh we got your back unless not on they you. put you in charge of like pennsylvania no no um i was actually the field organizer for anne arundel county uh, how, oh well final three you, weeks. you failed there oh that was a Trump actually county, no wasn't it? Uh, how'd that county do anne arundel county actually voted Democratic for the first time in 52 years. Wow. Wow. Props to you, intern. Now you need to come over to Talbot County and Queen Anne's County because yeah. we vote the other <laughs> way. <laughs> That's a little hard. That's a little more difficult. Dude, uh, there was somebody else taking care of that. Yeah. Dude, right. Good luck to them. Drive out to Western Maryland. I didn't see any Hillary signs. Western, Eastern Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. You drive out into the sticks, you got a different breed of people. That's right. Goat but, uh, people. But yeah, Goat people. Originally, <laughs> Bird, I was, uh, Goat people aren't big Clinton supporters. No. <laughs> but yeah, Bird, originally I was up in your neck of the woods because I was oh a field organizer in Baltimore County. Nice. Yeah. I'm in Baltimore County. Parkville, Perry Hall. Mm-hmm. Nice. Towson. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, my, you should come my knock to my door. Out. That's right, I didn't have a door. My video is out. I literally, my yes. new beard literally broke the camera. It's yeah, it's been out for a good yeah, ten minutes. It's now. been out for a while. <laughs> what are you guys are going to tell me? The, the the software is frozen, so we can't switch it. So you'll notice that uh, Bert is blurry, and you are out. I'm out for the whole show, and I think I'm blurry too. I don't think it's blurry. I think it's just a glow. I think it's just it's I've just focusing on the intern. Me. I think oh. it's I think it's what you added the intern's mic and he's breaking the the screen. Well, the intern has a pretty clear picture. I know he's the he only one. He looks great. I'm really wide in this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are we going to get to some sports? Yeah, that Jeez. was my last political I mean, question. The, Can the, we get back to politics, please? I, intern, have you been able to follow anything else besides politics for the past couple months? I think the Ravens are up. Were you, were you <laughs> The Ravens are up. They are up. Do you know how the Orioles season ended? We lost to Toronto because Ubaldo Jimenez gave up a three-round jet. Hey, oh, he's paying attention. Look at that. Were you more upset? Because the people care about local sports. Were you more upset when Hillary lost or when the Red Sox lost? Ooh, Hillary, yeah, that's a good question. Sure. I was just like, yeah, Red Sox lost. Were you upset when the Red Sox lost too, even just a little bit? No, I really wanted David Ortiz to just not make it at all to the World Series. Good, good. Good, good for you. Oh, good. You, you and Lock and Four are coming around. Good. <laughs> Right. The intern really is like our own version of a uh, young JLC. He is. He is. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, I'm excited of this. This is the Ravens-Cowboys game. I, I, Bert, you cannot go to Costco for this game. This game's going to yeah, be good. You're going to watch this game, right? Uh, as long as the TVs are hooked up at my house by Sunday, yes. <laughs> I, uh-huh. Can I the, make it? You wait, know, there's always other places to watch it. <laughs> wait, what? Well, it's not, it's not you, necessarily on Josh. Helping me to hang them, but I also need the internet and cable. Did you even mention that you, that you finally moved into your new home? I actually just settled like an hour before I came here. Oh, congrats, Bert. Thank you. Thank Re- you. <laughs> I have a new key on my key ring. Re- remember, your house started being built before I even thought about selling my home. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, and no, and I, no, it didn't start. It Well, they broke okay. ground October of last year. All right. Well, you have all, you already purchased your home. I was under contract, under contract from December 2014. Before I decided, and I think like next week is our like one year in this new studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a nightmare. It was horrible. I don't want to. I don't really like talking about it. <laughs> well, what, what, now that's done. Yes. Um, are there any? You are the zany but roadie. Are there any zany features about the new house? Uh, no. I mean, it's a very very nice house. Uh, I. I haven't done much for posting pictures of it online yet or anything like that. Well, the people um, are waiting. But I did want to say I should clarify that I don't own a house. My wife owns the house. Mm. 
and actually probably be more accurate. The bank really right, owns the, the house at this well, point, true. right? You know, yeah. But it's all on her, baby. If 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 she leaves me now, I got nothing. Yeah, that's a scary place to be in. It's uh, thank you loopholes in the uh, Baltimore County or whatever it is. Uh, With the teacher, first time home buyer tax credit. Oh, oh okay. first time home buyer. Because I'm not a first time home buyer, but, she is. but my wife is. Nice. So that's nice. worth that's worth two cool G's, baby. Yeah. Well, if things go south, we always have a room at our house for you. Bro. Thanks, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, so, except, so really, if my wife, your sister, you kicked me out, it. you guys would take me in. Oh, absolutely. What if I did something terrible? Well, we still got happens. Keep, we still got to keep, keep the, the, the show on. must go on. <laughs> right. The show must go on. Sorry, <laughs> sis. The show must go on. Speaking of the show going on, so the Ravens. Yeah. It's back to football. They, they've been pretty good lately. Not that you've noticed, Bert, but where do you think the Ravens rank right now in total defense? Oh, top. They're pretty high. Top twenty. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say top twenty. <laughs> there's like thirty-two teams. <laughs> top two thirds of the league. I would say top five. Well, I, I, well, well what I mean, I know, their the run defense is top, is total top. total defense. Like what we're talking yards? yards, yards per yeah, yards per game, yards per game, pretty low. I mean, like top five, top five, number one. Nice, really. That's top five. Third, That's top five. <laughs> I was right. Third down stop percentage, top five, two, number one. Inter was closer. <laughs> it's like Price is right. Russian, Russian defense. I know where this is going. One. Russian? Number one. First downs per game average. So how much, the other, yeah, how much the other team scores on first down? Or how many yards they get per first down? How many first downs they allow? No, how many yards they get per first down? Or one. no, no, you're right. You're I right. Don't first, understand first that. number. Just say one. No, no, number of first games per average. One. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. They're first. Just say one. They're first in that. Three and outs. They're first. Interceptions. They're second. Big plays. Uh, I guess that would be negative for giving up. They're two. Uh, receiving uh, average per catch. Three. The worst thing that they're in this list of. Stuff turnovers forced. They're five. They're down to fifth. So I mean, what's got, interesting is that that big plays thing. Like I can think of at least two though, where they have a big play and then they immediately give it right back to them. So they still probably get credit for like the interception that they return it out of bounds, like uh, or whatever when they fumbled it. Into, fumbled it in the end zone yes, for the exactly. touchback. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Thank they you. they give up an average of seventeen point eight points per game, which puts them third. All right. That, so, I mean, it's good. That's good. The cynical part of me says. We played the Browns twice. Yes. We played the Jets. The we Steelers. The Jaguars. Yeah, yes. we played the Steelers when Big Ben was coming off the injury. Good point. We played the Redskins. Yep. Uh, so that part of me says our schedule hasn't been the hardest, but, but I mean, it's good. It's but good. if you look at the schedule now, the Ravens have two teams left in their schedule that have winning records right now. Can oh. you name them? Yeah. One is the, the Cowboys, Cowboys. The Bengals. New England. Cowboys in New England. Yeah, okay, fine. But, like, we still have to play Eagles. the Bengals twice. Right. And they're, and they're not a be, joke. Those are going to be big games. We but have to play the Eagles. The Dolphins are – I mean, our, our – Yeah, they're not they're – It's not, really hard. It's hard games. Yeah, they're not easy games. It's harder than it was the first half of the year. The Bengals, the Bengals are already in a hole because they got that tie yeah. over in England. So that means they can't tie someone in for first, first place and – and win a tiebreaker. I love to hear. You know what my favorite conversation is in all of sports? What? The football tie conversation. When people go back and forth, well, did this tie really help them or hurt them? <laughs> well, it really counts as a loss or counts as a win. I mean, they just go back and forth. Right. It, it is what it is. It's a tie. But, yeah. It's like kissing your sister. All right. Um, but, 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 yeah. As, as you would, would you know about that, Bert? No, you didn't have a sister. Like, you'd be <laughs> no. kissing your brother. I'll kiss your sister, though. Mm. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm really looking for this game because what what is the strength of the Ravens team? Defense. Yeah, specifically that 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 front line, that defensive line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's, what's the strength of the Cowboys? Uh, Dak Prescott. No. The arm. The Russian. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 the best running back in football right now. Right. Uh, their offensive line is you know. The best offensive line of football. And so it's just going to be a great matchup. Can Ezekiel Elliott, who leads the league in Russian, can he rush over our defensive line? Yes. Or like, who's going to, we're the best team at rush, at stopping the rush. They're the best team at rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm honestly looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's a one o'clock game because it is. It's probably the best game of this weekend. My parents are going. I'm taking them to the airport tomorrow morning. They're flying to Dallas. Oh, really? Yep. That's very tomorrow, cool. Do they know the game's not till Sunday? Yeah, they're going to visit some people down there and stuff. 
I did I did watch the game Thursday night against the Browns because them color rush uniforms were on fleek. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Is that what you like them? The kids uh, still say on fleek. Yeah, no, Jay? they don't. They don't uh, say on fleek anymore. Yeah, they do. We'll just say I mean, they, they do. do sure. but like, I think the term would be. <laughs> they say they ironically now. now. <laughs> I think the term would be the uniforms were lit. I think right. that's what they the kids were would lit. say. Yeah, they were yeah, lit. Yeah. 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 I heard a yeah. I yeah. loved them. I thought they were great. I went on Amazon and almost bought one because I thought they looked awesome. I wish that they were our, re- our regular purple uniforms. I wanted those jerseys with like black pants. Yeah, they were nice. They were nice. I got I got a confession to make. I was I had a choice going out with friends on Thursday night or watching the game or going to Costco. I no, I went out with friends. It was I was at a bar. It was kind of in the back room. I really wasn't paying attention. And I felt like first I was like I feel guilty because I never miss a Ravens game. And then I thought about you, Bert. And I was like, if Bert can miss the a, a Ravens game, yeah. I can certainly miss the Ravens versus Browns. Yeah. And so I caught the end of the game. Uh, and I mean, no, I straight the only good part. missed I, on purpose. And and there were weeks that I was right to have missed them because they were yeah, terrible yeah, games. Yeah, absolutely. And I was a better man for it. First half of this game, though, was ugly. And it looked like another game you didn't want to watch. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They 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 turned it on in the second half. Are we – my, my fear is – I still can't. I still can't stop thinking about how we got beat by the Jets. And I thought we were gonna. <laughs> the Jets are still terrible. I thought we were right. gonna beat them by three touchdowns. Right. And I still have to keep on thinking about that game. Yeah. Um, we beat the Steelers. But that's a rivalry game, so you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. We beat the Browns. The Browns haven't won a game all year. Another thing that happened this week with the Steelers and Browns games is we got healthy. We got a lot of guys back. Yeah. Are you concerned though? Like I have a fear that we're gonna lose to the Cowboys by three touchdowns. I like. Well, we just we just spent no, ten minutes talking so. about how great the defense because is. Because right. our defense is really good. Our secondary is outstanding. Right, but uh, but if if they score some points, we can't. Our offense is not good enough to keep up with them. Yeah. Yes. The question is, how is our offense exactly? And um, what we changed, we went into like a little hurry up, two minute type offense in the second half, and that Joe seemed to thrive in that. What was exciting is the young guys that were really stepping up. Like, uh, what's his name? Warren? Warren? W? No? Waller. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, Waller, the, Waller the got end. his first touchdown. Perriman. That was an Perriman amazing catch. Great that, catch. That catch was awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, awesome catch. On the on the defensive side, Tavon Young is playing really well. He he looks like a really good cornerback. Yeah. He I, looks really good. And Fourth round guy looks really good. Two weeks in a row now, Webb has played football. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. We'll so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think that this Cowboys game is going to tell us an awful lot about this team. Yeah, but I mean, even if you lose, honestly, it doesn't hurt you that much, right? Long, yes, but as long as you're not blown out. If you're blown out, I start. To, I question how far this team can go. Oh, I already question how far this team can go. Right. See, I, I think the fact that all of those losses have been close games. I can be like, all right, that's stuff we can correct. And that's stuff we can fix to stay tighter in these games. Yeah. I, I want to see something from the offense. I want to see Joe Flacco, can he throw three touchdowns and no yes. picks. Yeah, I really want to see a win carried by the offense. Because yeah. even the Browns game, as much as the offense got hot in that second half, that was a defensive game. Yeah. Um, the I tell you what, the Alex, second Joe Flacco gets in the red zone and throws an interception, I'm turning the game off. I can't stand that. Yeah. Getting in the red zone and throwing interceptions when you have the best field goal kicker in football, so you're guaranteed three points. Right. Oh, I hate it so much. Our, our offensive line has struggled this year. Yeah, and, and Alex, Alex Lewis. Lewis is out for six weeks. Yeah, something like that. And the rest of the season, basically. Yep. And that's that's a big stinger. Yep. So. But Yonda hope is coming back healthy. Right. And, right. Exactly. Um. And it and and Stanley too. I'm curious to see how kind of Ronnie Stanley progresses because at first he looked good, then he looked terrible. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, right, our left he was, tackle, he was good. Uh, got hurt. Had a horrible game. Horrible. Ken, Ken Mikusik called it one of the worst games he's ever seen by a lineman in the Ravens. Oh, really? Did yeah. he say that? Yeah. But this pass against the Browns, he had a good game again. He had a great game. Yeah. So mm. it's, I'm, I'm it's excited about this game. Guy to keep watching. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been for a game this season. Even more excited than the Steelers because I thought we were going to get destroyed right. by the Steelers. There was no hype for the Steelers because that no was just cared. after we lost to the Jets right. and we thought our season was over. But the Steelers can't win. The Bengals can't win, so as long as we can beat the teams we should beat, yes, well, well we're gonna make yeah. playoffs. It would be this is a big game, and I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and the whole drama with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott's fun too. Did, did you see Tony Romo's press conference today? No, I'm sure it was like I'll support the. It was it was the he, team. It was the team. The right. team. It yeah. was 
Dak's done enough to deserve to be our quarterback at this time. I know. That's. I hope like Dak Prescott throws two interceptions in the first quarter. Then all how, the announcers can talk about is how, Tony Romo, right, and how, they shoot to Tony Romo every other play. Are going to be Tony <laughs> Romo with the towel on his head every time Dak Prescott throws an incomplete pass. Shout out Tony Romo. Yep, Romo wouldn't have incompleted that pass. Well, hey, the, the Browns switched quarterbacks at halftime against us. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Cowboys will do the same. When the first quarterback was playing really well, but it did make me nervous because well, it was his name, McCown. Josh McCown owns yeah. us. Yeah, owns, he throws like yeah. 40 yards yeah. against us every time he plays against us. Yeah, you know what would be but he struggled. <laughs> Ravens luck would be that we hurt. Prescott, and then Romo comes up and lights it up. Yeah. Well, that's what I got a couple, uh, you know, in the family, got a couple of Redskins fans, mm-hmm. and they were asking me, you know, you got to beat up the Cowboys before they play us next week. On, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, they Thursday. just want us to injure them. Yeah. They don't care if we win or lose. Yeah, they just want us to take some of their players out. I said, we don't play dirty like that. I so. always – I always Sorry. Typical Redskins. No, that's where you remind them. You mean like we destroyed RG3's career? Mm, baby draft. <laughs> All right, you want to get to some baseball talk? Yeah, there's sure. been some happenings, yeah. right? Yeah, there's been uh, there's been some awards. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some gold gloves given out. Some uh, manager of the years given out. Some rookie of the year given out. Yeah, the Orioles are really getting screwed with these awards, aren't they? Orioles got one. like. Am I just a paranoid homer? Or are they getting absolutely screwed in every award category? They. Uh, I guess last week we talked to Zach Britton. He got screwed not being a, a finalist. Yeah, we also the gold we gloves on the came show, out. The gold gloves, gold yeah. gloves came out. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. they got screwed, screwed out of that. Uh, Brooks Robinson did get a lifetime achievement gold glove. Brooks Robinson? Yes. So the only person who's going to win an award this offseason is Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson. He's been retired a, for 50 they, years. They gave a new lifetime achievement award. Uh, that's that's a new award? Yeah, it's a new award that Rollins has given out. A lifetime achievement gold glove. Because there's not enough awards out there. Because Brooks needs one more gold glove. <laughs> it's the intern's fault. The intern's generation. Everybody right. needs an award. Exactly. He hasn't played baseball in 30 years. I know, but he gets a lifetime. 35 as, years, as probably. As the best Longer third baseman ever, defensively. All right. Um, it's nice. Tonight, I feel like the Hall of Fame already recognized that. Right? <laughs> yeah, that isn't a thing. Like, and like the fifteen gold gloves he won straight or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so that was announced yesterday, and tonight they announced Manager of the Year. And we mentioned uh, a few weeks ago. I'm sure we mentioned that Buck was a, a finalist. Yes. In the final three, and the winner is Francona from the Cleveland Indians. Tito, isn't that what they call him? Uh, it sounds right. Buck Showalter ended up in third out of the nominees. Uh, the manager for the Rangers got second, which I don't understand. I'm okay with Cleveland. Uh, he did lead them on a 14-game winning streak. Wait, are you okay with Cleveland just because Rock corrected you? No, no, you no, got no. cold. You got. I'm okay. Now he's okay with you got burned after by Rock Kubako. After I asked if postseason counted. I got corrected, and then <laughs> when I saw that he won 14 games straight, I know how ridiculously hard that is because the Orioles got seven straight multiple times, and then the fact that he he battled injuries, and we've 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 had that. I think when Buck won a couple years ago, part of the thing was that Manny went down and Dave, Chris yeah, went yeah, down, yeah. and he battled through that. So what? Uh, there were only three finalists announced, though, right? Right. So basically, Buck got finished last. last. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, which, <laughs> and I think I think it's I'm, an honor to be nominated. I mean, we, we talked about it before. Like, how do you judge manager of the year? One of them is through injuries, and you're right. Like, Francona did overcome a lot of but, injuries. But what wasn't but, the fact is the Indians were projected to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's my my, my next it. point. Is yeah. who who like outdid the projections the most? And it was Buck Showalter by far. Right, his team outdid the projections more than any other team. Um, can I also say? Okay, I know it's not a popular opinion, but I think Hyunsoo Kim got screwed a little bit in not even being recognized for Rookie of the Year. I mean, you have guys who received votes. I know Michael Fulmer won and Gary Sanchez got twice, got second, even though Gary Sanchez only played a week of, of baseball. But but he was gone. He was all paced to hit 60 home runs in that week. So, yeah, credit to him. Um, but then you have, like, Tyler Naquin, Chris Devinensky, Edwin Diaz, Norman Mazzara, Tim Anderson. All these guys got recognition for Rookie of the Year. He got at least one vote. Um, could you? They can. You can get a first place, second place, or third place vote. All those guys got votes, and Hyunsoo Kim didn't get a single even third place vote. Mm. Isn't it a little annoying? 
Maybe, maybe they look at the fact that Buck doesn't play him every day. No, there's other no because Gary Sanchez played for a week. Tim Anderson did it was not an, uh, did well, not San, play. Sanchez shouldn't even qualify games. if he only played for a week. Well, he played more than a week. He played for a couple months, well, but he, he didn't play the whole season. That's my point. And neither did Tim Anderson. I mean, Hyunsu Kim played a lot more games than some of these other guys. I don't know. Just something else to be outraged by. We get no respect around this place. No respect. Whatever. Well. One of the things that they did recognize from Buck Showalter that the Orioles have finished at least 500 for five straight years under Buck Showalter. This is the first time in franchise history since they had an 18-year run of finishing over 500 or 500 or better from 1968 to 1985. So we're five years in on potentially breaking that 18-year franchise record. All thanks to Buck Showalter. Yes. Absolutely. And not not a lick of talent on the team. <laughs> no. And you'll still have some knuckleheads, doheads out there saying, fire Buck Showalter because he made a mistake in the playoffs for Zach Britton. You still have some idiots calling for, for Buck Showalter to be fired when, right. you know, well, without him, who, who knows where this franchise would be right now. Disagree if you will, but uh, we would still be playing baseball right now if Zach Britton had been in that game. Well, I'll disagree. <laughs> I'll disagree a little bit on that. Still right now. Uh, that'd be quite, right now. That'd be quite a rain delay. <laughs> a couple of the uh, prospect guys are still playing baseball right now. The game goes into the 255th inning. Right, Some yeah, parts the, of the world. AFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did win one other award. Mark Trumbo won the Silver Slugger Award. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So. That that's automatically seems like it's automatic to whoever hits the most home runs every year. Hey, speaking of Mark Chombo, he um he turned down the the qualifying offer. Yes, shocker. I read an article by the Baltimore Sun, uh, John Mioli. You familiar with this guy? Yes. Yeah. 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 He said, and, and, friend, and friend of the show. Yeah, and, played uh, softball with them. Right. Not friend of the show. He doesn't know who we are. But fine. <laughs> he we knows who we are, not Bert. Okay, we we did play softball with them. Um, he wrote an article saying that the Orioles. Didn't, uh, you know, Mark Trumbo turn the qualifying offer. But that shows that the Orioles have an extra $17 million to spend in the offseason on somebody. Right? Because it was they were ready to pay $17 million right. to him. Sure. On top of everything else. Except now it means that, they... Oh, yeah, I guess because they paid this qualifying. I see that argument. Sure. I think the argument's stupid. Because going in... You are a hundred percent sure he's not going to take it. Do yeah. uh, you mean it's if like they, a Matt Weeders issue if where they you give took it, it and then you're like, oh crap? Yeah, if they took it, there would have been a lot of oh craps yeah. going on, and someone would have been traded. Um, but yeah, because because they 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 don't have the money for that. They they don't have the money, and people are talking about um, should we pursue Fowler again? And what about Ian Desmond? And stop, we have no money to sign any of these guys. Yeah, we don't. We have enough money to re-sign our own. Uh, but news flash, people. Uh, Trey, Trey Mancini is going to be on the open day roster. Uh, news flash: the outfield will be Adam Jones, Hyunsu Kim, and probably Joey Rickard. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might be. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, the interesting question there is: Do you move Adam Jones to right to left or right field and put Joey in center? No, because Joey sucks at outfield. So why would you play? I guess so. I guess so. Maybe if you had like Dexter Fowler, or right, good out right. there. Outfield's definitely something they're going to have to address. So the only the only way they sign somebody is if they make some sort of trade to get rid of salary. So they right. because they, they they don't have any money to sign anyone significant. I already made my prediction for the big name, Nick Hudley. That's the yeah. guy. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the guy. guy they can afford. That's yep. the guy they can exactly. afford. Though I don't think they're going to go that route either. Like spoiler alert: Caleb Joseph is going to be your opening day catcher. He is. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, but I'm telling you, yes, Caleb Joseph, your open day catcher. I guarantee it. Someone bet me. Uh, John Morosi on November 10th. Said, Is that not John Mioli? Are they different people? Um, I no, John Morosi is from the MLB Network. <laughs> okay, you way to confuse me. <laughs> this is way out of whack. John Morosi says that Josh Reddick. Is someone the Orioles are interested in? That's the guy who I said last week. Like I would love Josh Reddick, yeah. but again, he all because he always crushes in Camden. But again, I don't think we can afford him. Uh, Jacob Rock chimes in that you could always put Nolan Reimold in the outfield, and then he laughs out loud. <laughs> uh, did, did we officially let him go? Uh, no. I, I don't know what. I think he only probably had a one year deal. It was a one year, one million dollar deal. Last I heard, he's not allowed in Baltimore anymore. At all. I saw some blog where they went 
team by team ranking the worst player on each team this year. Oh, that's hilarious. And Rimmel was the Orioles nomination. No way. The worst player on no, the team. Obviously, Caleb Joseph's the worst player on the team, right? From mm. this past year. He at least brought some defensive value. <laughs> like, what did Reimold bring? Uh, I'm actually looking up Nolan Reimold right now. Um, adorable Twitter pictures of his adorable family, which yeah. he does have. He, he batted 222. And well, even Caleb Joseph has an adorable family. Though. He gave six home runs. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, six home runs. Anytime. Reimold, any, it's, and one of them was a walk-off, if I recall correctly. Right. Yeah, Josh, I don't take well to you bashing Caleb Joseph, who this year gave his left nut for the team. I don't appreciate any disparaging remarks about Caleb Joseph. And and really, the, the bottom line of it, it's just funny that uh, – even though Caleb Joseph was probably statistically worse than Reimold, it's still everyone just comes out thinking Reimold's the worst guy yeah. on the team. <laughs> Can we talk about what a bad year, though, Caleb Joseph had? Like, just from a personal standpoint, the, like, the whole nut, <laughs> oh, nut shot and the surgery. What, what, and then not having an RBI. What's worse, which not, is like a double not having an RBI or, I don't or, know. or losing a ball? I don't know. I literally do not know what's worse. Just 2016 has been a terrible year for everybody. I mean, we lost Prince, David Bowie, Donald Trump's <laughs> president. <laughs> Caleb Joseph lost a nut. Lost Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali died. Yeah, like we lost tons of big ones in 2016. This Jose Fernandez. This, uh, yeah, this season has been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. When no, so when when when, when that ball drops. Um, we're talking about the balls here, but I'm talking about when, <laughs> when, when the New Year's ball drops. There's going to be a lot of celebration going on, more more than usual, because you're right. We're yes. ready to be done with this right. year. And 2017 will be sunshine, beautiful, bright, and then we'll realize, oh, wait. <laughs> right after Trump, inauguration right. day. Wait, Trump Caleb, is our president. <laughs> and Caleb Joseph's our starting catcher. Yikes. Yeah. And Jerry Rickard. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be it's gonna be an interesting offseason that hopefully, hopefully the Orioles do at least – Something, yeah. Pitching, we, pitching. I feel okay about. Do you? Do you though? I said okay, and not great. No, I feel okay. You shouldn't. Who do you feel okay about? Gosman, Tillman, I think the, the, the Bundy, first, the first three. I feel Britton, okay about O'Day, Brock. Well, no, I mean starters. I mean starters. I feel okay about the first three. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. Okay, yeah. so a so, uh, three man rotation. No, actually, I feel okay. Uh, we should just. We should just. They. They say. Every game in the playoffs is important, but then you don't get to the playoffs unless you play every game of the season like it's important. So why not just play the entire season with a three-man starting rotation? Every game is a must-win, baby. <laughs> you should manage the Orioles, Bert. <laughs> I, I I feel okay with Jimenez or Vance Worley as my four and five guys. I we'd, feel okay there. We'd be the only team with the starting rotation with the pitcher. The starting pitchers have records of thirty-two and twenty-four. <laughs> just have them throw four innings every they time. Throw, they throw every third day. <laughs> yeah, but just like just like sixty pitches, and they get them out of there, and they yeah, get yeah, that yeah. bullpen. But who we get the Cy Young? Not, not Zach Britton. If you have two 30-game winners on the same team, you got to split <laughs> right. them up. <laughs> split it up. Co-MVP like Co- Steve McNair and Co- uh, Peyton winners. Manning that year. Not the year he died. The year he won the co-MVP. Okay, thank you for that. Is there uh the the if there's talk about Chapman's gonna make a buttload of money, is, is there like everybody now wants after you saw a what closer. happens in the playoffs, yeah. everyone's a closer. Is there any temptation? Yes. To trade Zach Britton because you have other holes in your team, right? And you can address a couple different holes, and really, I mean, you can get a really nice package back for Zach Britton. Is that tempting at all? Yes. Yes. Are you are you when someone calls with an offer for Zach Britton? Are you saying he's un- untradeable, hanging up the phone, or you're saying, "Oh, listen, you listen, go ahead. You listen. listen," especially with the projections of of Chapman, because you know that you can push O'Day back. You know Brock Brock could be an excellent closer. Brock could fit into that role. Um, I, I'm who am I missing in, in that bullpen? Michael Gibbons. Michael Gibbons. O'Day. Michael Gibbons. O'Day. Um, yeah, Brock, that, that's well, even some good. of the young guys like Oliver Drake well, looks good. That you you could make a slot yeah. in for the pen, and it depends on the team that's asking too. Because like, uh, it could be like a scrub team that is looking for a solid closer that has a lot of prospects or a lot of talent that they could send to you, send to the Orioles for somebody like Zach Britton. Yes, where Zach Britton ends up at a team that if they're not winning ball games, he's not closing games, so right. who cares? Except yeah. that you don't trade he doesn't go to the Yankees or the Red he Sox or the Blue Jays. He or doesn't like get that. traded for prospects. 
The Orioles you need to so? win. Na- the Orioles need to win now. It's a he package gets, deal, if anything. He gets tra- if he gets traded, it's for someone who can impact this team now. You can't lose an impact player for someone down the road when you're looking at uh, Manny Machado and and his prime, Jonathan Scope's prime. So, so, so you probably want a young, talented players. Yeah, one or two young, talented players. Yes, right. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I think it's a little bit early. Like he's under contract this year and next year. It doesn't become free agent until 2019. And I think if the trade ever happens, this is like a mid-season deal for the reason Bert's talking about. Wait till mid-season. People get desperate. They think, I just need a closure to put me over the hump. And, and they pay extra for it. Unless you're responding to the Chapman deal. Unless some team is is missed out on Chapman and willing to give out up a yeah, bunch. Yeah, I would answer the phone. They would have to be something ridiculous. So. Right. But, but Other than that, I think you're... And then you can see how the Orioles season goes, you know, because things don't go well, which is possible. Yeah. Uh, you could trade him, definitely trade him at the deadline. Definitely. Um, all right. Just some, some interesting, interesting thoughts out there uh, about the Orioles offseason. Oh, and, but, but my next question is, if they want to call Dan Duquette to make a deal, are they going to be able to find his phone number and will they call the right person? Or is it going to be a <laughs> Dom Chidi incident where they think they're calling him, uh, but they're leaving right. messages on the wrong number? That brings up... Am I our pitching coaches are dropping little, like flies? Can I be a little concerned about the fact that we don't have pitching coaches? We don't have any, and that we had pitching coaches that are guys. Rick Peterson now gone. That our guys had good. <laughs> you you reclining? Yep. When you get your recliner over there. I'm sitting back. I'm well, not even on the camera. The video is frozen. So don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna take my shirt off. Yep. I, I believe right <laughs> now. I'm scratching myself in inappropriate places. I believe right now it's only the intern streaming. So uh, <laughs> the intern show right now, boys just, and girls. We're just leaving the audio up for anyone who's uh, listening. But uh, yeah, the fact that we had a young pitching staff that was really comfortable <laughs> with the pitching coaches that we've heard we've heard bad stories from in the past about pitching coaches trying to change pitchers too much. Should I be concerned if that uh, that our pitchers that we don't have pitching coaches right now? Uh, no, I think we should rejoice, right? Like the pitching coaches have been historically bad for the Orioles, yeah. so fire the, all of them. Yeah. I'm I'm on board with this. <laughs> Any update yet on who the Orioles are gonna uh, pull up? Is there is Alan Mills still in play? I haven't heard anything. Yeah, he he's still on. He's still in play, and he he's the guy. Alan Mills is the guy. He's got to be the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, but I I think we all agree with that. But is there any uh, fire behind that heat? Is anybody else talking about that seriously happening? I, I think every Oriole pitcher would be if you ask them. Sure, I mean, but like, is anybody from like the Sun Paper writing it or anything like that? No, no, but like, um, I mean, Dom Chidi didn't even know he was out of a job. Like, even Alan Mills probably doesn't know. Alan Mills could be the pitching yeah. coach right now and not even right. know it because no one talks to anybody. Right. Duquette's wait until December when his minutes roll over. But I somebody mean, tweet at Rock and ask him who the next pitching coach is going to be. All we know is Alan Mills was interviewed, so he is a candidate for the job. Okay. So, as far as I'm concerned, he's the guy. If you're trying to make a decision on a pitching coach, I think of it a little bit like teaching, right? Like, if you're trying to figure out who is the best teacher uh, at my high school. Mr. Soroka. You don't. Correct. <laughs> but you don't just sit him down for an interview, right? Like, you talk, to the, you talk to the people he taught, right? Yes. And, like, what did he teach you? How did you grow in his class? I feel like it's the same thing with Alan Mills. Like, if you want to know if Alan Mills can do the job, talk to the people Alan Mills has coached. How did he help you? How do you help? And from the interviews we've had with several players in the minor system, every pitcher we've ever ta- we've talked to, and catchers, yes. um, said Alan Mills is the best. Does that include our uh, spring training interview with Andrew Triggs? Yes, Andrew Triggs <laughs> also said Alan Mills and, before he got traded, and he had just a cup of coffee with Alan Mills the, the day before he got traded. He was raving about yeah. Alan Mills. I think uh, Jason Garcia mentioned Alan Mills. Yes, Kevin Galsman mentioned Alan Mills. Alex Murphy mentions Alex uh, Alan Mills. Yep. Um, it's all say it's great. Yeah. Did Jim Palmer? Jim Palmer probably mentioned Alan Mills. Uh, we weren't really, we weren't sniffing out Alan Mills at that point. We really, it wasn't our question for everyone. No, 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 not like it is now. So yeah, Alan Mills hopefully gets that job. And yeah, I think Rick Pe- Pe- Pearson, I, I mean, he was in charge of pitching development. Did he really develop pitchers? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I no love lost that. No, um, um, love's lost there. I mean, Bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Can we get someone in there who knows what he's doing? Uh, I like this. I like switching things up a little bit. As long as we have Buck as our constant, I trust Buck to, to hire good baseball people. Eduardo Encina from the Baltimore Sun 
wrote uh, like two weeks ago that it is more than likely, it's not to say Mills wouldn't make a good major league pitching coach, but it's more likely that the organization would prefer to introduce him to the major league staff slowly, perhaps as a bullpen coach. That they're more than likely to go outside well, there's the a bullpen coach. That was Dom Chidi's job. That was so Dom yes. So he could take that and job as well. Whatever it is, we want Alan Mills out of Bowie and into Baltimore, and preferably to stop by the Section 336 studios on the way since it's in since you're driving by. Yeah, pass right through. Now, it said the Orioles, I was looking at the list of the Orioles, people the Orioles have interviewed, and this is back when they first were interviewing people. Yeah, like and two one, weeks ago. One of them Dan Clark. Is that the same? Hey, he just got verified. Same Darren Clark that's from Australia on the internet? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's he, he's a good far tweeter. too uncommon of a He's name. a good tweeter, so I'm sure he would be a good pitching coach. Yeah. And from his projections and his yelling during games, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. As much as we would. How come none of us have been caught in for an interview? I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for the phone to ring. Do they not listen to the podcast? I am looking for a new job. That's right. That's right. What do you know about pitching, intern? Throw hard. Hey, that's all I want. That's all, that's, that's all I want. You know, I, I think we didn't get to it last off season. This might be the off season again. We send it. <laughs> we send in our. We send in our pitching tryout video. Well, now we send in our auditions to be the pitching coach. Yeah, we might have to do both. Absolutely. So, like, someone we'll practices pitching while the other the person breaks coaching, it down, and then the third person is outfield because we'll also need help there or catcher. We need catchers too. I'm really good at the pitch, Raymond. I know what Josh would do if he was pitching coach. What would I do? Josh just said, you guys, forget whatever you guys do. You're all knuckleballers. You're all knuckleballers. <laughs> Everyone's going to throw the knuckleball. We'll be unhittable with our knuckleball. That's what Josh would do. Meanwhile, I'm sure Bert. Bert would be less a little more zany, right? Darren O'Day does the side. Let's all do different angles. Sure. Every right. star, every pitcher has a different angle. I like I like the Oliver Drake angle. It's, it's a sidearm like O'Day, but it's faster. I was in front of the Brett Saberhagen. Wasn't he submarine? Yeah, yeah, like he got down low. Like the ball, like sniffed the dirt every time. Yeah, yeah, he like, did in like RBI one. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the video of Hanshu Kim? As he, Doing he, the imitations. he does the imitations of all the pitchers. Yeah, nah, yeah that's, that's funny. Cool. He's a fun guy. So. He's, he's a fun, fun guy. If only he's, he spoke he's English. Guy. He's a guy. We hey, like. we we have to get out of here. Uh, we don't have time for our three up, three down segment. But I brought in some of my my up. I brought in my up. <laughs> I, I I like that instead of. A drink or anything you brought? What chocolate covered almonds? This is, is that, what that is. I I've boys and girls. I've been around the world a few times. Mm-hmm. I've had food from many different countries in this world. Um, I've had I've had some of the most amazing food you will ever eat in your life. Some of the most delectable, delicious. And I'm sure some of the worst delicacies from around the world, and some of the worst. But I'm telling you, Trader Joe's chocolate coconut almonds is the best food. I've ever tasted literally the greatest food in the world. Is this milk chocolate? Uh, yeah, dark uh, dark, chocolate? it's normally dark chocolate. I don't know. Almonds. It's chocolate, chocolate coconut. Oh, there's almonds a big difference. There's a big difference. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't that's, like. I don't like dark. That's chocolate. dark chocolate. Have one because it's glossy. Uh, Matt, could you pass it, one, if it looks like wax? That's dark chocolate. Have one. They're absolutely freaking amazing. I mean, they're amazing. We're talking about. Um, coconut, chocolate, almond, delicious goodness. It's like an almond Trader joy, Joe's. but the size of like a peanut M and M. Don't don't turn Those this into an good. almond joy. This is not an almond joy. Those but really an almond joy, almond joy is, is that chocolate, coconut, and bar. almond. That's a common candy bar, though. This is a delicacy. Nah, it sounds like an almond joy. It's good. I like it. Can I have another? Yeah, absolutely. Also, same, please. Yeah. I would eat. I would eat all of these if you let me. Okay, we're we're doing a show here, guys. So I don't want munching on the mic. All right. So can we wrap the show and then start munching on the mic? So, clarification. Nolan Ryan will currently a free agent. That's my only thing. All right. We'll let you off the hook uh, this week, intern. Next week, you're back full on corrections. Josh has been making so many mistakes and slip-ups. It's out of control. But we appreciate you listening, boys and girls. <laughs> Make sure to go vote in the mobbies. Make sure you... Uh, right, because that one, the popular vote wins. Yeah. Right. Popular vote wins. No, no electoral college it's for the It's what mobbies. we call a democracy in this country. I don't know. I've leaned towards. I, I'm all for the electoral college, and I, I'm sure Bert will send you an I voted koozie. Why are you for the electoral college? I've just read a bunch of articles yeah. that convinced me that it's really they, it's the right. <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're, I thought you had a joke in there, Bert, no, no. somewhere. No, because no, if it was popular vote, then then the 
California we're, and New York right. were picked. Yeah, no, I understand the reason. No, we're, we're all for the electoral college. Oh, okay. I just thought you had a joke in there. I did, somebody just said the stupid electoral college, and I just felt the need to defend the electoral. <laughs> no, college. No, I was we're, just making a comment about the true democracy. I personally am not a fan of the electoral college, but uh oh, we'll have to battle that out another. We don't have time to get into this. Right, we'll battle that out another episode. Yeah, yeah. I like the first two, twenty talk. minutes of political let's, talk. We let's can make have that a farmer a, a on to argue with you. Yeah, our political talk bookends here. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. If you subscribe on iTunes, then please do us a favor and write us a review on iTunes. Give yeah. us five stars. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Rohde on Twitter. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka on Twitter. <laughs> and you can follow the intern on Twitter. At WW Intern. But I want to recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.